This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Dynamic Banter, huh? <laughs> I shouldn't be yelling. I think my voice is going. Okay, then definitely stop yelling. Yeah. Because my ears are going simultaneously. I shot a bit today at uh, Comic-Con HQ where I was a Ghostbuster and I yelled a lot. Which one were you? Or were you just you as a Ghostbuster? I was just me as a Ghostbuster. Great. Any other questions? <laughs> I guess that was that was my only one that I had in the I barrel be there. Yelling. I shouldn't be yelling. It's just what I'm trying to say. Just calm it down a little bit, please. I just I'm trying to calm down, and I shouldn't yell a little bit. Yeah, well, you shouldn't yell at all. I shouldn't yell a little bit. Hi, how, how you doing, Mike? I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah, had a fine day. Yeah, thank you. Yes, how are you? How are you? I'm great, man. What's going on in your life, Mike? Well, you know. No, I don't. Okay. Some I'm doing stand up. Yeah. Very excited about that. You like doing that? I love it. You like I doing love that more it. than anything? Yes. More than anything that there is. Last night I made a sound on stage with my shoe and people <laughs> laughed so hard that they clapped. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. In what other world can that happen? No other world. See? It's great. Definitely not in the tax filing world. Nope. That's, well, maybe they're there late, you know, filing taxes. And Becky makes a, maybe a fart noise with a clogger. And the whole office just roars with laughter. And that's the thing. And then Becky's the fart girl for a month and a half. And you think that's the equivalent of that in the tax world? I don't know. I was just trying to not make one world so bleak by comparison. Was it a nice little um, intentional sound? Did you have that whole question? Or was it an accident? <laughs> From the time you started the question? <laughs> no, I didn't have the end of it. <laughs> Is that what you're asking me if I had the end of that yeah, question? Yeah. I certainly didn't. Okay. I don't have the end of most of what I'm going to say when I start to say it. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Huh. I'm Is that not true for I'm you? I'm trying to think if it's, a, if it's the same. Are you doing super fast computations in your brain before not, you say anything? Well, I kind of help myself out because I don't talk that fast. I talk real slow. So maybe I don't think that's true. I'm not ahead of myself. I'm just, you know. No. There, there it is. No, I don't know. I don't know that I have the end. I think I know where I'm going most of the time. Oh, you you proofread. You have like an idea of where you're going. Well, I, I have an so. idea of where I'm going to. Good. But like everything I just said, yeah. there's no end to what it's about. To is be. it because you didn't care <laughs> about any of the answers or the questions? Like, you ask? know what, man? That's a good question because probably. Yeah. But the thing is, is like... <laughs> Your friend's coming in here. When you like, <laughs> when you have. <laughs> Your friend's going out. <laughs> when you're in an important situation, 
or in a situation where your attention is very important, like very important. Like when you're driving, your attention is very important. I'd agree with that. You should not be uh, having your attention on anything else but what you're driving and where you're going. Yep. If you have a podcast on right now and you're driving, you're a bad person. Okay. Concentrate on the road, please. I don't know that I'm... This episode is brought to you by the N-T-S-P-L-A-T-S-C-A-F. <laughs> Tick it or click your <laughs> L- L- belt off. Go is ahead. The, is there saying? Go ahead and take this ticket. <laughs> if you don't feel like putting that belt on. <laughs> You've seen the stickers. You currently without belt. You're getting... A ticket. <laughs> you're getting a citation. The police officer comes over. He's like, if you're wondering why I yelled, because <laughs> of your lack of belt. Because of that unbucked belt. <laughs> I don't know that I could do better than. <laughs> you're being quiet as a cricket. No belt, you get ticket. That's the slogan for the NSTSC3A593AN. <laughs> You've been pulled over by the cops before, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a lot? Yeah, a yeah. lot. How many times do you think you've been pulled over in I'd, your life? If I had to put a number on it, I'd say several. What is that? Really? Yeah. If you had to put a Tons. number on it, I'd say several. Several. That's you know, not a number. Several ain't nine. Several is the idea of numbers, not an actual number. I'd put that idea on it. I've been pulled over several times. Would you say seven times in your entire life? Probably more what are we talking, 12? Maybe, I don't know, man. No, it seems like a lot now. does seem like a lot. Seven seems like a lot. Seven does, maybe we'll say seven. I'd say I've been pulled over seven times, yeah. I get pulled over for dumb stuff. Me too, man. What, it, what I, I always say that I get pulled over for doing like a 37 and a 35. Are that you ki- serious? That kind of thing. Oh, shit. Not, I mean, that's not exactly, but some stuff that like normally <laughs> they let go, but Ma. because it's late. Or because the car was on fire, they got to pull me over. There's something else going yeah. on. Yeah. Have you ever been pulled over by a policia and they they leave because something more important is happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always the most important thing. Shit, really? You've never had that? I yeah. love that. Yeah. That's like the daily double, man. You got a bonus. Yeah, You yeah. found the prize. Yeah. That's life's prize. When you were pulled over, did they um, come over to the window and say... Uh, Do you hear the siren? It's because you don't have a belt on. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I this, think this is over. Podcast is over. If, it doesn't get any better than that. There's no way. There's like <laughs> we have to stop nine, the podcast. There's like nine, ten thousand people that listen to this podcast i think as far as i could tell from nine Splinter, ten thousand there's about nine nine thousand that's about a nine ten thousand 
Man, that burger was so good. It was like a nine ten thousand. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? You think thumbs up or thumbs down? Hey, from one to ten, how many thousands was that? Yeah, we got a nine ten thousand. I gotta get out of here. You're off the hook, kid. <laughs> That's why they speed off. You went to nine ten thousand. What is that, truckle? That's because you were on buckled. That's <laughs> what he says. All I'm saying is, there's somebody listening to this podcast right now that's going to start a company or a chain of restaurants, and they're going to need a slogan. And sure. I want to be that team. I, okay. want, I want to be the oh, Lennon and McCartney of company slogans. I love that, Mike. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. I also uh, I like to come up with um, new jingles for products, like too. Like that? Yeah, that's fun, too. Yeah. Let's, you let's... had an idea recently uh-huh. that was about redoing slogans. Yeah, yeah like... that's right. I did. Yeah. I'm, I, wa- I almost brought it up just now, but I don't want to, like... Say I'm gonna do something and then I never do it. I, that's the problem. No, I, I respect have. that. Yeah, yeah. But I it's don't, so it's such a fun idea. I don't tell my parents about potential projects because of that. Really? Is that weird? Like if you know how sometimes you have meetings with that's somebody and it never comes to fruition? I just don't tell them about things and until there's something to like get excited about. You know? Yeah, I that's normal. Okay, good. Yeah. Because I, I, um, I heard myself say I don't tell my parents about things, and then I got sad about myself. Well, but here's the thing: like I've been in a situation where like I got an audition for something, or like somebody emailed me and it was a really big opportunity, and I don't tell my folks about it right away. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't want to go like, oh man, I'm doing <laughs> this, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because then they're like, what happened to that one thing? Yeah. And you're like, sorry, mom, I'm not good. Turns out I'm not good, Mom. You have to say that? Mama, no one likes me. Mama, Hollywood don't like me. Help me, Mama. Help Hollywood like me. (laughs) Sorry, Mama. Yeah, it's a sorry, Mama. Next episode, (laughs) your mom goes to Hollywood to make it like you. You don't like my boy. <laughs> my mijo. Why do you like him? He's fine. Man, we've got a lot of Transformers movies to get to. <laughs> what do you want? My mijo, he says you don't like him. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> You're What's... a mama, right? <laughs> Talking like a 27-year-old dude. You're a mama. You're you get mama. it. <laughs> you get it. I love that. What do you think the climax of that movie is? What happens? I think towards? Hollywood likes him and he ends up being a big star. Do you think your mom hits somebody at some point? I think there's a funny scene where there's an accident. Like. <laughs> what the This week. There is so much to unpack this week. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh I think goodness. there is an accident in the movie. <laughs>
Oh my goodness. Will you zip around the nation? Here's the citation. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's in the movie for sure. That cop? For sure. He's a security guard. Oh my. My my goodness. Oh boy. That's how the Australians say it. Oh my goodness. Moy. Mooey goodness. Very What's, goodness. Do you have a good being pulled over story? Um, No, man. It's always shitty. It's kind of the same old thing, huh? Yeah. I got a lot of tickets. Then I had to go to driver retraining twice. Boring. Yeah, it's bad. The second time I did it, because they keep you in a class for like six hours. Yeah. Something like that. And then by the second time you do the same class for six hours, uh, that is you feel your life going away. And never coming back. Right. And then you never, I drive very slowly now, always. <sighs> My friends are very annoyed by it. I believe Elliot called me a bitch once. <laughs> <laughs> They said my uh, my friends, especially in like band days, going back and forth from Connecticut to New York, uh, I was always the driver, right? Because I was always the sober one, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, I would drive very slowly on the highway at three o'clock in the morning back to Connecticut. And always. would they be upset with you? No, they'd be sleeping instantly and drunk. not having to deal with any of it. Not always drunk, <laughs> but always sleeping, and me always alone. That's the right thing to do, Mike. Well, it was my band. I'm, I, you're not going to ask the bassist to a, a someone else's band to like foot the responsibility <clears throat> to make that drive every. I always felt like that. I would love. I would have loved for them to do that. But you, you're saying that because the bassist would would does is not expected to do that because they're such an important part of the band. The band was called Mike Falzone and the Peppermint Trick. Okay. You can't ask the drummer. You're right. You can't. You right. know? And they're you're like, right. oh, wait a minute. Fuck you and the peppermint. Fuck you. I I'm going to saying. sleep. <laughs> and then you'd. And they ne- it was never a mean thing. And I always wish that they drove more. But you- I believed that it was my responsibility because I always felt like in the back of my mind, I drugged them to New York <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway. So right. I was like, I owe you guys always. Did you drive like a speed maniac before this? No, like I told you, I would I would go like you always drove a like little that. too fast, like before, but like a boring amount of too fast. Like so, if you're in like and a, I just a fifty five, you're going sixty five. Yes. Oh, and I got caught every single time. And so that's how fast that's the fastest you've gone, basically. I don't go. I've never had a car that you can go super fast in. Right. I had a Toyota Corolla. Well, I've got a fucking Fiat, but you can go like 112 or something. Well, now the way they make these Fiats. Mm, zippy. Well, you hear that? That was his, not a Fiat because it was too quick. I did it with my mouth. The other sound was just Mike's mouth. Vroom. 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 As if looking svelte, buckle your belt. Did so you I never have went... to go to the So you're saying that like your slow driving skills yeah, erupted from being pulled over too many times. Yes. Specifically from going to that class twice. Wow. And shit. never wanting to go back to that again. I um drive way too fast. Always? Yeah. I didn't... almost always I usually pick that up right away because we used to drive to work together yeah. for a time. Yeah. I never thought that you drove that fast. 
everything feels very fast in a Fiat because yeah, there's yeah. nothing to it. I I do though. I drive too fast. Okay. I I just I'm very I'm kind of reckless in that sense. But I'm not like fast and furious. <clears throat> I, I've never seen you mad. I'm not fast either. Right. Uh, but you're zipping along and you're fine. I zip along in the Fiat. Yeah. Yeah. I zip around. <clears throat> Sometimes people people are going too slow. You gotta go around them. Buzz around them like a little bee. Yeah, like a little bee, <laughs> little Fiat bee. Yeah, little honey bee. Are you a? Do you like bees? No, man. You're we not a about bee this. person. Oh, okay. Remember in the last one? Did we talk about bees we in the totally last episode? We totally did talk about bees in the last episode. Oh wow! What if that was a thing? Are you obsessed with bees? bees? I don't think so. We were just talking. You just brought it up. Are you obsessed with goods bees? What? <laughs> Tell me about bees for you. I, from a distance, I like them, sure. Yeah, because like I did go on kind of a rant recently Yeah, on uh, Snapchat <clears throat> about how I think bees are so stupid. So this rant doesn't exist anymore. N- well, I saved it. Okay. And I, I might put it up on my Instagram or something. Sure. But Is it uh, worth it? Worthy piece of content? I think so. I showed it to Owen and he loved it. Is that true, Owen? Owen said it was a work of art. You know you already talked this episode, right? I said, yeah, yeah. You that talked. is true. We got you in the beginning. Yes, two. Now he's done. He he's said done it, halfway He said through. it was art. He was like, this is this is art, man. What are you saying? That's what he said. <laughs> it was just me going on a rant about bees. And it was basically how I was just talking about how bees are dumb. Yeah. They're so dumb. Well, they're insects. Yeah, but like... Insect, like there. Give me some I, I reasons. Don't, I don't know of another insect. That <coughs> oh, the pool thing. I no, not even just that. Yeah, that's another one. But I don't know of another insect that will immediately die if it attacks a certain predator. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, not even attack. It. it the, I don't know another insect that will immediately die by just. Using something it has on its body, it's like defense mechanism as a defense. Yeah, and then die. Use it once, and then you and then die. Yeah. So what? Why are they dumb? That's why they keep doing it. Well, they they haven't evolved. The way they're built, but like bees haven't evolved to know that if they sting a human, they're gonna die. (laughs) Yeah, they're not like self-aware because they're insects, but. They can sting anything else. Like, they can sting anything else, and they're fine. But, like, for, like, centuries. I don't know that that is true. 100% true. If they sting, uh, what else do you sting? Like a a dog. A dog. And they're still alive? Yeah. That's not true. It is 100% true. I don't... There's science behind it. Are you ready for it? Yes, I want to hear all of it. The bee has a perforated stinger. Is that the right word? It's like you can it off like a Serrated. It's like hooked and barbed and serrated right. or whatever it is. And when it enters the human skin, our skin is too tough and it gets stuck and then it rips its fucking guts out and flies away. I thought that's what happened every time. No, it stang they can stuff. sting dogs and fly away because their skin isn't the this same? skin is not the same as humans. Wow. That's incredible. But they're Might still be not wrong about know. the dog part. They 
do you think might a bee... be wrong about the dog part? Did you just lie to me for like two minutes? Might be wrong <clears throat> about the dog part. Going real fast? Well, you're wrong about the dog part. <laughs> that one didn't rhyme, but they can't all rhyme, I suppose. <sighs> Do you think a bee knows the difference? Between a dog and a human? Do you think a bee is going to go, that's a human and that's a dog? Yes. No way. Yes. Yes, man. A bee doesn't know. They know where the fucking pollen is for their flowers. They know what flowers to go to. They, they know, know what a flower is. They know flowers and they know heat. And if they're seeing that a thing is heating up. <clears throat> but there's I, also predators. Yeah. There's predators. And they've got to identify predators. They don't not go near them. They're like, if that heat is attacking that, like, me, like, I'm going to sting it. This is what I'm saying. I think I know what you're saying there's without this thing called, There's this thing called evolution, Mike. Have you heard of it? Once. Think about it. Wrote it off. The humans had like hair all over their dang bodies. Thought it was a fad. Guess what? It Napster. wasn't. It wasn't. Evolution's a lot like Napster if we're being... I we think... got rid of those coats and you know why? Because we started to live in areas of the earth where we don't need all the fairer. And also, global warming is happening. All right? And when it does eat it up. <laughs> global warning? And when, it, and when it does heat up, we're not going to need the other hair on our body. We used to have all sorts of shit, man. We used to use our appendix for, like, breaking down plants. We would swallow rocks and shit like fucking rhinos. And then... And guess what, man? What? Evolutionarily, it disappeared because we didn't need it. <laughs> Mine didn't disappear evolutionary. A doctor cut it out. Yeah, well, if it if it ruptures, or that's the other thing that sucks. But guess what? what? In like 50 to 100 years, like humans are going to be born without a fucking appendix. In 50 to 100 years? Maybe more like 100. I think no, it takes maybe longer less than, than that. that, dog. No, maybe less, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good podcast so far. So long, so long. So much more time. <laughs> Twenty years from now, we won't have our feet was that anymore. Was that an encore request. <laughs> when a honeybee stings a person, it cannot pull the barbed stinger back out. Yeah, it leaves not only the stinger but also part of its abdomen and digestive tract, <laughs> plus muscles and nerves. Just in case you were wondering. This massive abdominal rupture kills the honeybee. <laughs> Honeybees are the only species of bees to die after stinging. A human or a anything? <laughs> a heat? Your silence tells me that I'm the right one. It's swamp pop all over again. <clears throat> a little cough. If a honeybee stings a human, the sting itself may get lodged in the skin. End of article. It says human. End of article. (laughs) This person is prestigious, man. This this author is amazing. That's the thing. It said human, though. 
Yeah. Here we go. However, whichever the species, stings can be more dangerous if they occur. Reports regarding levels of pain. Okay, so this is just talking about pain. That's stinging to the, the stung. We want to learn about the stinging. So bumblebee stinger smooth. <laughs> you just said a bunch of your favorite words. That's all that was. Ah, that's exactly what that was. <laughs> Sandwich time, basketball love. <laughs> Solitary bees rarely ever sting. And bumblebees generally are rather docile. <laughs> like they roll over on their back and you can pet their stomachs and stuff. <laughs> Bumblebee in bumblebees, <laughs> the stinger is smooth. This means that if you are stung by a bumblebee, the stinger will not become stuck in your skin. <laughs> and so the bee will not die. This is Some the bee worst species wildlife. are known to use their mandibles in a biting action. Can you be bit by a bee? Find out. For example, whilst they are constructing their nests... Come on, man. <laughs> Spit it out. That was actually the end of that <laughs> sentence. I read I read them backwards. Wait, so could they bite? Some bee species are known to use their mandibles in a biting action, for example, whilst they are constructing their nests. Oh, so not they don't bite people. They sting people. Man, I wish I knew. So that barb that didn't tell us anything. Well, it did say humans, man. Yeah, do I but... need to do it? I need to keep going? You don't have to. You're really doing this to me. I just don't think... Why would it be different? <laughs> why would it be different? I don't think I sound like that at all. That's kind of what you sounded like. What's in the comments below if I sound like that? <laughs> Can bees die after stinging? Dog. Okay, now this is the worst, I think. Animals. If I was listening to this now, I'd be like, they went back again to the phone, and then I'd turn it off. <laughs> then right. I would switch to the off. Let's place. learn about it together. A bee sting <clears throat> is a sting from a bee, honey. honey. Thank God you have a pleasant reading voice. Honey, bumble, or sweet bee. The stings of most of these species can be quite painful and are therefore keenly avoided by many people. Bee stings differ from insect bites, and the venom or toxin of stinging insects is quite different. Therefore, the body's reaction to a bee sting may differ significantly from one species to another. Learn about the stinging. The most aggressive stinging insects are vespid wasps. Can we pause for a short story? The vespid wasp entered the meadow. No, not like... And it died. I was just going to say, there was a wasp in my dad's shirt once. (laughs) (laughs) End of story. What happened? Did he get stinged? Oh, yeah, several times. Oh, poor boy. Very aggressively, so it works with a fax. Wow, that's so crazy. Did he kill it? It was in a shirt that he put on from his drawer. Jesus Christ, that's fucking terrifying. Also, before we continue, that can happen to anyone at any time. Shake your shirts. Shake them down. Especially while you're driving. Lay them out. No, I don't want to say that part. 
Lay them out. Shake your shirts. That's probably realistically going to happen to zero people. Draw your shirt out. What does that mean? Draw it out. Like on paper? Draw it. Show your work. Get that shirt spread, son, and flip it. Make sure there's no hornets hanging out in the corners. Don't let them get your shirt all horny. <laughs> so he pulled it out of a drawer and put it on. And, and then there suddenly, was a wops in it. Oh, man. And he got fucking stung up. He got lit up by that wops. How many stungs? I don't know. Several. Do you remember? B- a bunch. I don't know. Five. Was it painful for your father? Very much. <laughs> was it a painful memory for you? What's happening now, do you think? What Do you remember it fondly? No. Is that a fond memory of your father? I don't... I honestly don't... Don't know. <laughs> you don't know? I don't know. You don't know if that's a fond memory? I remember it, and I remember it being summertime. That was probably nice. That's a fond memory. Wasn't good for him, but he didn't like... He wasn't a bitch about it. Was he okay? He's fine. Not allergic. (laughs) The definition of fond is having an affection or liking. Did you look that up on the goddamn phone just now? Affectionate, loving, waving a fond farewell to her parents. So we're done with bees, you think? What about the fond? Does... Is he the coolest guy? He was in that one show about <laughs> happy days. <laughs> uh, what was that show from the, I want to call it this 70s, about happy days? <laughs> <laughs> they documented several happy days. <laughs> There's a show where they uh, experience several happy days. What is that one? What's that one show came out years later about a group of friends? <laughs> I think they were all called Simpsons. <laughs> What's that Jerry Seinfeld show where he walked around? Which one is that? Oh. Alf. Everyone loves guy named Raymond <laughs> everyone has a guy in named Raymond show. they're fond of yeah yeah <sighs> the most aggressive stinging insects are vespid wasps all of these insects aggressively defend their nest In people with insect sting allergy, a bee sting may trigger a dangerous anaphylactic reaction that is potentially anaphylaction. Right? (laughs) It's too much. Go on. Honeybees sting release pheromones that prompt other nearby (coughs) bees to attack. Did you know that? No. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. But that's why they all, that's why my girl ended the way it did. That is. But he's also messing with a hive. You kick around a hive, you wave goodbye. You messing with the hive? Here's your ticket. (laughs) You kick a home of a bee. You better run home, bee. 
Too many bees? Jump in the water. And under it. Take a breath, big one. And <laughs> get in the water. <laughs> you ever heard about that? <clears throat> did you know that they did release a pheromone when they stung you? No. A honeybee is that uh, a honeybee that is away from the hive foraging for nectar or pollen will rarely sting. In game. Except when stepped on or roughly handled. <laughs> except when stepped on or rushed through a hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I got stung by a bee. Well, what'd you do? <laughs> I was rushing through a hotel lobby. I hit it with my shopping cart. He is pissed. <clears throat> Honeybees will actively seek out and sting when they perceive the hive to be threatened, often being alerted to this by the release of attack pheromones. Although it is widely believed that a worker honeybee can sting only once, this is a partial misconception. Although the stinger is in fact barbed so that it lodges in the victim's skin, tearing loose from the bee's abdomen and leading to its death in minutes... Minutes flying around without <laughs> abdomen parts for minutes. Imagine yeah. that. Oh, <sighs> this only happens if the skin of the victim is sufficiently uh, thick, such as a mammal. Mammals like dogs or humans. Honeybees are the only hymeno- hymenoptera, hymenoptera with a strongly barbed sting. Though yellow jackets and some other wasps have small barbs, bees with barbed stingers can often sting other insects without harming themselves. Queen honeybees and bees of many other species, including bumbles and solitaries, have smooth stingers and can sting mammals repeatedly. I was just thinking that I The sting's injection of apitoxin into the victim is accompanied by the release of alarm pheromones. I would absolutely love to hear someone from Chicago or the Midwest read this article. (laughs) Is all I was thinking before. A process which is accelerated if the bee is fatally injured. The process for the bees and barbs. (laughs) Some bees... Have barbs, wasps. <laughs> Do you think there are people that call them wasps? Yes, I think that's incorrect. I don't think. What part of the world is that? Midwest, where they say wasps. Oh no, what's that? A net of wasps? <laughs> oh no, there is that. That's more like Canadian. Oh no, oh, it's dear. close. Canadian, Michigan and Canada touched by water. Oh, but not that close. You did seven accents. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them were made up. No. Cockney <clears throat> internet. Go on. You were talking about bees and wasps. Release... Uh of alarm pheromones near a hive may attract other bees to the location where they will likewise exhibit defensive behaviors until there is no longer a threat. Typically because the victim has either fled or been killed. They're not going to eat it. 
no, a bee swarm seen as a mass of bees flying or clumped together is generally not hostile. It has deserted its hive and has no comb or young to defend. These pheromones do not dissipate or wash off quickly, and if their target enters water, bees will resume their attack as soon as it leaves the water. <laughs> no, no, I hate that. I just started hating it just now when it's you said that. terrifying. Yeah, because the pheromones stay on you. I hate that. You go in the water, and you're like, I'm, oh. I'm going to come out in a second, and I'm going to be safe. I can't wait to breathe, to just go up and, and breathe come for out, a second. And then they start stinging you again. No... The alarm pheromone em- emitted when a bee sting other an- another animal smells like bananas. Wait. <laughs> Did you start reading a different article? No, man. At the end of that sentence? That's what it says. The alarm pheromone emitted when a bee stings another animal smells like bananas. <laughs> Do they like bananas? Does that I... mean when there are bananas around, they're attacking it? They want to attack it? If you smell bananas, but you can't see bananas, bees are killing something. Also, you're having a stroke. That's toasts. Yeah, but smells that you shouldn't be smelling are always not a good sign. Right. In this case, they're pheromones. That means a group of bees is killing something. Or you're not doing good. Or there are bananas around. It's one it's one of those three things are happening. Either there's bananas, there's no bananas and you're in trouble, or there is it's no a, bananas and there are bees. bees. <laughs> the larger drone bees, the males do not have stingers. The female worker bees are the only ones that can sting and their stinger is a modified ovipo- a modified ovipositor. I like to think Andy Kaufman would have liked this podcast. The queen bee has a smooth stinger and can, if need be, sting skin-bearing creatures multiple times. It's a pun. But the queen does not leave the hive under normal conditions, so the queen is able to sting you a couple of times. Her sting is not for defense of the hive. She only uses it for dispatching rival queens. Whoa. Did you just hear that, man? Are you listening to my story? No, start over. You got to be kidding me because there's an entire podcast listening team group that heard exactly what I said and can't wait to hear us talk about it. What? But I'm going to have to say it one more time. You said. Because you weren't listening I'll to tell it. you exactly what you fucking Let's said. Let's hear it. The queen bees. Uh-huh. What are we? Can't wait. The queen bees, they don't sting. They don't use their stingers unless they're stinging rival queens. There it is, Mike. Just because I don't look like I'm listening doesn't mean necessarily. But why did you say what when I was like, isn't that cool? Did you hear what I said? You're like, what is it that you said? I thought that thing I heard or the not thing I didn't hear. I thought that was the funnier answer at the time. Now I'm having it. Let's talk about how fucking cool it is that the sting of the bee queen. (laughs) Lil' Kim. You just call her Lil' Kim. It's Queen Bee. Is meant to just fight the other queen bees. Yeah. Rival queens. When would a rival queen attack 
when things start to go bananas from before. They went bananas and now they're attacking because it smells like bananas. Yeah. So going bananas has two meanings now. Yeah. But when things are going bananas, she smells it. Or nanners, as I like to call it. When sometimes. things are going a bit nanners, but when so. things are going nanners. <laughs> nanners, nanners, Batman. <laughs> she knows that some shit's going down. I love it. I want to see rival queens attacking. There has to be videos. My and- meme. <laughs> my oh my. Let's watch it. Okay, on a podcast, you think? No, 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 no. Afterwards. Yeah. My oh mio. We're going to watch it. Oh, shit. How would That's several queens point. be born? A, a queen can only be born of royal blood. <laughs> and you can never be royals. Because it's not for us. Yeah. And you can't be the king unless your father gave you that. Yep. You got to have a boy to make a queen. Yeah. What's wrong with us? But Owen's right, man. Other queens are totally born in the hive. Probably. I don't get that. What do you mean? I don't know that I get that. How do you that. think even a queen happens? Well, one is born. Yes. From another queen. Or yeah. maybe like... Well, the queen is like a genetic thing. And so there's probably queens born every so often. Right. Yeah, the queen just happens so every female is a queen until the queen kills her there's female worker bees yeah so every once in a while they'll birth a queen and be like oh shit a queen huh oh shit a queen and then they go kill it because we already have one so the queen fights a baby to see who's the queen no, the queen's already a baby. Hold on. Am I an idiot? The queen kills a baby. Yeah. Because it can't have another queen. All the time, apparently. It says here. So how doth another queen Her sting is not for born. defense of the hive. She only uses it for dispatching rival queens. Right. Ideally, I was thinking... ideally before they can emerge from their cells. Listen to this. Queen breeders who handle multiple queens and have the queen odor on their hands are sometimes stung by a queen. Oops. We're learning a lot about bees, I realized. This episode's called Bees Without a Doubt. Without a doubt. There's nothing else this episode could be called. I was reading earlier, too, and I was like, this episode's fucking called Bees, isn't it? The main component of bee venom responsible for pain in vertebrates is the toxin melatonin, 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 histamine. (laughs) (laughs) And other biogenic amines. Amines? Amines. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) You know what I did? You know what I just pictured? What? Somebody has like a really long drive home. <laughs> That's like the middle of the night. <laughs> and they listen to this dumb shit. 
Aminines, 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 I think it is. <laughs> and in this dream, they're screaming the correct pronunciation of the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Someone is. I appreciate that always. Oh, God. I might be right, though, Mike. Can you consider it? Yes. Lay, take a second and consider it. I, I was there before. Yeah. Oh, boy. If I'm wrong, please tweet at me with the phonetic way to say it. And no jokesters. We're trying to get to the bottom of this, and we don't need any point dexters. Well, we need point dexters. I don't want any court jesters. (laughs) This is the worst podcast ever. Ever made. Oh. And other biogenic aminous am- <laughs> aminies <laughs> may also contribute to pain and itchies. <laughs> you itch a lot. And when's the last time you were stung by a bee, Mike? Because I also was going to say. That first question, do you itch a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I hated the first question. I was also going to say that it has been a while since I've been pulled over by a policeman. Sure. Have you as well? I've been pulled over here in like LA. Recently though? Within the past three years. Once. Three years. Hmm. What is that like two thousand <laughs> You take what year it is now? And take three of them away. Subtract about three years. What's that like two thousand thirteen? What's that about two nineteen ninety seven? Oh um yeah, it, I I think it has been over three years for me. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of goddamn parking tickets, though. Lots, always. The city is designed. What is it that occurs that uh, requires you to take a test online uh, you for to... driving? What is it that happens? What is it that you do wrong that makes that happen? If you get your shit suspended or something? Right, but there's Maybe. something else. Uh... Is that oh. my phone doing that? Yeah, I think so. Good. Um, no. I don't know, man. If you, uh, I had to take the test again when like I moved here. Registration when you didn't have your registration or something, and you didn't pay for your registration. No, oh, that doesn't make. What any sense. is it that requires you to take like a driving test online, or go to like driving school? Oh, it's a speeding ticket. Well, yeah. several probably. Because so, you get one speeding ticket, you're not going to have to take a test online. Like I think several. Shit, really? Like I don't three. know if that's what I did, but I did have to take an online driving test or something I did. Did you turn 16? Was that it? News after that. I don't need that attitude, man. Sorry. I didn't need I'm sorry, that. bud. Uh, your hat didn't fit my head because your head's too big. I saw a picture of myself last night. I'm going to show you a picture okay. of myself from last night. That's not fair to anyone else, but okay. That's okay. I'll post it on my Instagram. Nan now. It's already up there. Oh, it is? <laughs> so you can go see it. It is on Instagram? My head looks gigantic. Let me let me have a look. And the audience will be able to tell by your reaction if you think <laughs> my you your friend's head looks gigantic in this picture. You got to see it together because okay. you can't blow it El- you're the closest to a microphone you've ever been. <clears throat> <laughs> Holy shit, Mike. Yeah. 
Wow. It looks like someone digitally made your head bigger. Yeah. This looks like a table talk thumbnail. <laughs> I feel like it looks like if a cheerleader left her pom-pom in the dirt for three years. Yeah. And then picked it up for the big game. And then put it back in the dirt again. It looks like the wax museum version. <laughs> yeah. It looks like someone put a wig on an on a uh, ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you should be at the foot of a couch. <laughs> you look like you should help someone stretch out after a day of work. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. That be, would be a nice job to have. Be Venom. Answer a Craig Craigslist ad. Help me stretch out after work. <laughs> Help me get comfy after work. No funny business. Human No ottoman. one would do that. Dude, you know what I saw one time? I was driving through someone's neighborhood and there was like this, you know those lawn signs that have the two little metal wires and people just like shove it right into the dirt? Yes. And it's got like this little banner across the two pieces of metal. I saw one that said, massages, we come to you. And then it was like we come to your, we'll come to your office, to your chair, like right to where you're sitting. <laughs> okay. Or was it? No, it had to have been something worse than that. How was come spelled? Fuck! It was something so weird. It was like we'll come to your house. No, it, that because that's not that weird, right? No. Like we'll come. The more to, specific it is, the there was something so weird about it, and I remember thinking that's too weird. Yeah. Homemade massages will come to your in-laws' house. <laughs> Homemade massages. Something weird like that. In Massages, we know where your best friend lives. In one of the medical uses of honey bee products, apotherapy, bee venom, has been used to treat arthritis and other painful conditions. Hear that? There's a bee sting in a boy. Thank you. And then there's the stinger inside the man. Thank you again. And then that's what the sting looks like afterwards. Yeah, I've been stung by a bee. When was the last time? Several years ago. Not recently. Do you remember the story? Well, I've been stung by several bees several times. What? What is the problem? Do you remember the story of the last time you were stung by a bee? I, yes. I don't was know. It, is it a good know. one? Yes. Is it a good one? No. I don't have any good bee sting stories, just like I don't have any good getting pulled over stories. The sting consists of three parts a stylus and two barbed slides or lancets, one on either side of the stylus. The bee does not push the sting in, but it is drawn in by the barbed slides. One time I was at a water park and I had my hand on a railing and I was talking to somebody and then something hurt real bad and I realized that I had gotten stung on the hand by the bee and the bee flew away and I got pissed and that was the day I lost my trust in bees because I wasn't doing anything and he stung me. Keep reading. You weren't even really wiggling your hand or anything? Maybe I was wiggling my hand, but I wasn't fussing with a bee. But how do you know it wasn't where you were wiggling your hand and then it was like not into that? Well, because it was a railing built for humans. They should know. You know? I had my hand where a human should have their hand. Mm. It wasn't like in a bee's house. But you need to understand that if a bee landed on your hand and you were wiggling it, even ever so slightly, 
you could anger the bee and it would sting you. I would love to have a conversation with the bee as to and figure out get to the root of what <laughs> angered him about my naturally wiggling hand. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's they thought you were a threat to their hive, to its hive. They thought your wiggling hand I'm gonna disagree. was a threat to their hive. I Okay. You'd like to believe that rather there is no answer? And it just stung you for no reason. It was a suicidal bee. I wouldn't rather there be no answer. You think that was a suicidal bee? I can't speak on behalf of the bee. <clears throat> the slides move alternatively up and down the stylus. So when the barb of one slide has caught and retracts, it pulls the stylus and the other barbed slide into the wound. I want to see a diagram. When the other barb has caught, it also retracts up the stylus, pulling the sting further in. This process is repeated until the sting is fully in and even continues after the sting and its mechanism is detached from the bee's abdomen. When a honeybee stings a person, it cannot pull the barb stinger back out. It leaves behind not only the stinger, <laughs> but I gotta, also... Hold on, I got a fun, I got a fun game okay. to make this more fun for me. Okay. Instead, replace the word abdomen with asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Just going forward. Okay. When a honeybee stings a person, it cannot pull the barbed stinger back out. It leaves behind not only the stinger, but also part of its asshole and digestive tract, (laughs) plus muscles and nerves. This massive asshole rupture kills the honeybee. Honeybees are the only species of bees to die after stinning. Stinning. (laughs) Treatment. The first step in treatment following a bee sting is removal of the stinger itself. The stinger should be removed as quickly as possible without regard to method. Studies have shown the amount of venom (laughs) delivered... (laughs) <laughs> Who's delaying stinger extraction? No, that's not the right method. They well, they might not want to pull it out or something. Maybe they're like, oh, no, 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 don't pull it out. I'm scared. Or you like, can't. I have a different method in my head that I would like well, to try. If someone's like, here, I'm gonna rip it out with my fingernail. Someone might be like, oh shit, I got tweezers. Forget it. <laughs> Forget about it. It's too sloppy. Let me use these tweezers. Keep going. Studies have shown the amount of venom delivered does not differ whether the sting is pinched or scraped off, and even a delay of a few seconds leads to more venom being injected. That makes sense. Once the stinger is removed, pain and swelling should be reduced with a cold compress, a topical anesthetic containing benzocaine will kill pain quickly, and menthol is an effective anti-itch treatment. Itching can also be relieved by antihistamine or by a steroid cream. Or by scratching your skin, (laughs) your fingertips, your nails. That's not a good idea, Mike. Yeah. You're not going to want to do that. Also, by cold compress, he means ice. Many traditional remedies have been suggested for bee stings, including damp pastes of tobacco, salt, baking, soda, papaine. Toothpaste, clay, garlic, urine, onion, aspirin, or even application of copper coins. 
As with jellyfish stings, ammonia and ammonia-contained liquids such as window cleaner are often suggested as a way to immediately cleanse the skin and remove excess venom. And sweat itself, which also contains small amounts of ammonia, may provide some small relief. <clears throat> Bee venom is acidic, and those interventions are often recommended to neutralize the venom. However, neutralizing a sting is unlikely to be effective as the venom is injected under the skin and deep into the tissues, where a topically applied alkali is unable to reach. So neuralization is unlikely to occur. In any case, the amount of venom injected is typically very small. Between 5 and 50 micrograms of fluid. Placing large amounts of alkali near the site, sting site is unlikely to produce a perfect natural pH to stop the pain, obviously. Many people do claim benefit from these home remedies, but it is doubtful they have any real physical effect on how much a sting hurts or continues to hurt. The effect is probably related to rubbing the area or the mind perceiving benefit. Furthermore, none of these interventions have been proven to be effective in scientific studies, and a randomized trial of aspirin paste and topical ice packs showed that aspirin was not effective in reducing the duration of swelling or pain in bee and wasp stings, and significantly increased the duration of redness. The study concluded that ice alone is a better treatment for bee and wasp stings. The sting may be painful for a few hours, don't worry about it. Swelling and itching may persist for a week. The area should not be scratched, as it will only increase the itching and the swelling. If a retraction persists for over a week or covers an area greater than 7 to 10 centimeters, medical attention should be sought. Come on, guys. Doctors often recommend a tetanus immunization for about 2% of people. A hypersensitivity can develop after a bee sting, creating a more severe reaction when stinged again. This sensitization may happen after a single sting or after a series of stings where they reacted normally. A highly allergic person may suffer anaphylactic shock. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought we were going to call it. I forgot what we were going to call it. Keep going. It wasn't. I did not say the word. From certain proteins in the venom, which can be life-threatening and requires emergency treatment. Hey, you know, people known to be highly allergic may carry around epinephrine or adrenaline in the form of a self-injectable EpiPen for the treatment of an anaphylactic shock. For patients who experience severe or life-threatening reactions to insect sting, allergy injection composed of increasing concentrations of naturally occurring venom may provide protections against future 
Insect Stings! Protect you from insect strings! Insect Stings! Guys, for uh, joining us this week, <laughs> perfectly normal show. Listen, I think it's only appropriate to end uh, the dynamic banter podcast with a history road. Might as well. I think we should. Mike, is there anything else you want to say about Beeston? Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> I do want to say, however, it's it would appear that there's a lot to unpack this week. I've got a real quick email to read from the, uh, that has been sent for, to the dynamicbanter at gmail.com account. It's another quick one before we get into the a legit History Road, but this one's from Joshua Briscoe, and it says, History Road, a short story. I saw a toad yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Joshua. We might have read that one. Was the whole story in the subject line? Mm. <clears throat> this email is from Da Cashman. In <laughs> <laughs> case you guys are wondering who Da Cashman was, this is him. The cash man. Is there anyone around town you think I could borrow 10 bucks from? Oh, what? yeah, the cash man. <laughs> what are you nuts? Dude, if you ever need money, find the cash man. <laughs> All right, here we go. I had this dream. I'm sorry, this is from the cash man, and it says History Road, the pigeon and the warthog. <laughs> we could totally set up a mic that will reach over there. Yeah. Actually, go ahead, Mike. Talk to the audience for a second. Okay, what? I I don't know anything about the story. I don't know anything about who it's from. I know I'm excited about it. What was it? The pigeon and the cash man? <laughs> okay. Oh, I get the music now? See, I don't even want to do a fake story beginning because I don't want to set up what could be a beautiful pigeon and the cash man tale. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I know what you're doing. This is nice intermission music, if I may. I think I might. I have time to do it. I gotta tell you, I'm really enjoying this. I'm imagining maybe running through a field. A lot of flowers in the field. I think I'm barefoot and the ends of my pants are rolled up. There's a pond. Maybe some ducks in the pond and I'm... I'm throwing bread to them. Heads up, old ducks. 
There they go, after all the bread. I ripped it up in a little bit so their beaks can handle it. How you guys doing over there? All right? You bring the cable over the table here. Bring the cable to the table, and here's your ticket. There it is. We're getting all plugged in. This is going to add a whole new thing history wrote. Or you could just cut it out. This would be a great place for what we like to call an edit point. We're back. <laughs> we've, we've done some technical ballyhoo. Let's take another break. This podcast is about to sound pretty fucking legit. You ready, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> From <clears throat> the Cash Man, the Pigeon, and the Warthog. I had this dream back in 2012 during the Barack Obama versus Mitt Romney presidential election. Now I'm worried it's become prophecy. You'll figure out. I live in a village. It's very cold and I'm afraid. Everybody else in this village is also cold and afraid. We're all deprived of all technology except for bunny-eared televisions. It's election season and we're legally allowed to vote in one election. Governor for the village. There are two candidates one is a pigeon. She's a female pigeon. And she wants to ban all of women's rights. Her running mate is a redneck pickle. The other candidate is a warthog. He's a very racist warthog. He wants to ban Uba. Which is Cuba without the sea, of course. He also lives in an igloo which has the same diameter as all of North America. I approached the pigeon, deciding she was the worst of two evils because the choice is so clear, you know? I try to reason with her that she should reconsider her ideas, but then she uses her Sith Lord powers to shrink my dog into oblivion and blast me out of her office! I fall so hard, I pass out for months. I think it's called a coma. When I wake up, the election results have just gotten in. The pigeon won. 
But I know that everybody voted for the warthog. The fix was in. So then, I died. My ghost ascended very far into the sky, like into the stratosphere or something. So I'm floating there and I figure out why everything was cold. The United States was absorbed by all other countries, not just politically, but also physically. It's geopolitical Pangea. It's all encased in a giant ball of ice. The igloo, maybe? The only country that has not been absorbed is, can you guess it? Uba. The warthog gets mad. So he decides to ban Uba anyways. And apparently banning means using your Sith Lord powers to crush the island. But here's the thing. Uba is not like our Cuba. It's a mountain range in the ocean. And when it was crushed, it became a series of active volcanoes. That's not all. The lead singer of Metallica, James Hetfield, has had his face carved on this side of the mountain, and it's singing their song, Until It Sleeps. And that's not all. The volcanoes, they don't spit out lava. They spit out blood! So much blood that we all drown in it. Thanks. That's it. That's the end. The world drowned in volcano blood. Great. Was that the world drowning in, in volcano blood, the last thing? Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Dynamic Banter podcast. What a weird one, huh? What a weird son of a bitch this episode was. I want to say, though, thank you guys for listening and supporting the podcast. And I just want you guys to know that there is yet another podcast coming. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be quite a doozy. Um Owen and I are going to be watching Lost all over again from the very beginning. That should be nice. And uh, I think it's going to be a series where we watch things over again. And we have someone with us who has never seen it. So we have all sorts of kind of like opinions being brewed together like a big old bubbling cauldron of juice. I like it. So uh, it doesn't have a title yet. But it's coming very soon, so keep your eye out on the Twitters for that. It should be fun. If you guys never watched Lost, 
Then watch it with us, and we'll talk about it. I've never watched Lost. I'll you should it. watch it with us, Mike. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that... What? What? Six seasons. There's six seasons. I'll watch all, I'll watch all of the first couple episodes. I Thanks, mean. Mike. That's nice of you. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Mike, you got anything to talk about? No. Nope. Plug or pull or... Yeah. When's this going up? Friday? Yeah. Show at the Formosa, West Hollywood. What, when's that happening? Saturday. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Should be fun. Uh, what time? Seven. How do they get tickets? Just There's a number on my Instagram. Okay. It's under the picture. Mike Falzone, I'm assuming, is how you get to your it's Instagram? It's my number. My cellular, my cellular phone. Mm, bad idea. Why? Well, we'll talk about it. After. How are you get tickets? Guys, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in next time when we talk about more useless garbage. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> next episode's called Bees. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>